time you come on over I just wanna listen I know you got some issues And I know that you just miss him I got a fever just to see you Feeling like a stalker And didn't know I'm really good At making you feel awkward Mutually Awkward Podcast, episode 41. So, Paige, you were telling me on Facebook that an awkward situation, an awkward thing happened to you that you wanted to talk about or that your sister told you that you should talk about. Yes, because I'll just throw it out there, people. So the past couple weeks, I've not been mentally well, and um, I think I'm okay now, but I've been having a lot of social like anxiety in general but I realized a lot of it was socially like social anxiety and and I realized yesterday that this whole time I thought my social anxiety was due to like being an uncomfortable with strangers or going into crowded places or people basically people I don't know but I realized a huge part of it is actually with people I do know as well so anyway so I was already kind of, I've been in this mindset. So I've been texting my sister almost daily when I have, like, I think usually halfway through the day, something happens and I, like, freak out. So I, I just text her. So this Monday, um, or was it Tuesday? I can't remember. But, like, I come back to my seat after lunch. And then the receptionist Skypes me and she's like, oh, um, call this number. Uh, your dad called you. And oh, I was like, shit. I was like, okay. And usually when this happens, I freak the fuck out. So I started texting my sister. I'm like, oh my God, why do you want to talk to me? Because I haven't talked to him in a while. I had told him I didn't want to talk to him anymore and stuff. And then um, I was freaking out for a bit. And then she says, and so I was talking to the receptionist like, oh, uh, she kept, I I tried calling him, but it didn't work, you know? And then um, finally, because I asked her, is it an emergency? And she was like, yeah, he sounded quite urgent. So I was like, oh shit. And then started freak, proceeded to freak out more. And then finally, my sister was like, I think he's calling because it's your birthday. And I was like, oh, right. Because my dad always, he doesn't know when my birthday is, by the way. He just knows it's around this time of year. So he always calls this time of year. But of course, I forgot. So I, but then the receptionist was Skyping me like, oh, did it work? You know, like, and I felt kind of obligated to tell her that everything was okay. Because she was like, it sounded like an emergency. So I just wrote back oh, it's fine. I'll call him later because I think my dad just called because it's my birthday. So she's like, oh, that's so sweet of your dad. Like, happy birthday. And I was like, oh, yeah, today's not my birthday. It's on Friday. And then silence. And so I was just like, <laughs> oh, my God, this is so weird. And I sent I sent the screenshot. I took a screenshot of this conversation, sent it to my sister, and she was like, you know what? Embrace the awkwardness. Isn't that what you guys do? Mutually awkward. You should talk about it on the podcast. And I was like, you're right. Okay. So I did, I did just that right now. Oh, yeah. By the way, early happy birthday. <laughs> Thanks. My birthday. So so after that, like, everyone started, like, so the next day I was planning this, like, thing with coworkers. And so they thought it was my birthday, too. So I, I've been getting like happy birthday wishes this whole week and you know what it feels really nice so I stopped correcting people I'm just like yeah thank you <laughs> so every day has been my birthday well it awesome. actually makes sense because in the past your whole birthday week was a celebration so you know why yeah. not just wish you happy birthday every day yeah I mean yes yes exactly I think this is the first time it's actually like especially this year is the one year where I was literally really thinking like 
I don't want to do anything. I don't want to do anything for my birthday. I don't want to go out with people, blah, blah, blah. And then my birth, I was going to do something just with myself, you know. And then um, when this started happening, I was like, oh, it kind of is becoming a birthday week. And then suddenly I was, people were asking me what I want to do. And they want to do something. And then so I was like, okay, I'll do something with you guys. Like yesterday I did escape room with some coworkers and it was fun. And um, and then I think on Fridays, um, some people are a plan. Oh, they're planning like a little birthday dinner for me. So I was like, oh, that's really sweet. Yeah. And so it just begins. Yes, but I will end it on Saturday. <laughs> or <laughs> or maybe not. You never know. Or maybe I'll just make it my birthday month for the next week, or birthday year. Uh, just until like, your next year's birthday. Yeah, it's just my birthday every day, just forever. Well, um, I guess you're gonna. I guess you're gonna be like, it's gonna be awkward telling other people happy birthday because you'll be like, it's my birthday too. <laughs> <laughs> I think I should get some of that gift that you received. This is also my birthday. Uh, so what I've been up to, um, see, yes, last weekend I went to a. A punk show mm. at Pear Space. I saw Mike Watt, and it... you did you see Peach Kelly pop? No. What? Why? Because I saw you were going to the event, and then I clicked on it, and I was reading the lineup, and I think they're playing another night though. And I was like, oh, Peach Kelly pop, because I really liked that band. Oh, they're. Um, I think it was part of the same like, um, what's it called? It was like the same month of shows where all these um... bands were playing and stuff. But um yeah, it was a good time. I hadn't been to Paris Space in long, long time. And um yeah, it's a good mosh pit. I saw a lot of faces that I haven't seen in literally years. Um, you know, in the old days, because Paris Space is like the only bring your own beer venue that I know of that I go to. Uh-huh. Um and I and, you know, in the old days, um I would get pissed off when people would bring bring beer and when the mosh pit started and we get beer all over me, I'd be like, oh, these fucking assholes. And now, like, so, you know, now I drink a little bit more, so I brought some beers. And when, when the mosh pit started and I get a little bit on my T-shirt, I was like, you know what? This makes it feel like pear space. I'm right <laughs> at home. This is part of the whole experience. And, um, yeah, it was a good time. Uh, this week. This, I'm sorry. Oh, uh, oh, this is the place. Is this the place that gives you, like, the bracelets? Yes. Did you get another one? I did not. Now they oh. now they wrapped some, one of those paper ones on me. And I was oh, like, man, oh. that sucks. I was actually really anticipating when they were, they were pulling out the drawer. And I'm like, yes, yes. And then it was like, no. So, unfortunately, uh, my wrist is currently bare. Because I did have a bracelet for a while, but it fell off. Okay. I know what to get you for your birthday slash Christmas. A, a, is it a bracelet? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I'm not gonna say. <laughs> and uh, this weekend, I will be going to see Lawrence of Arabia on a 70 millimeter film, which is gonna be fucking huge, fucking big. Is that as big as the 2001 Space Odyssey? It's gonna be like that, pretty much. Wow, that's yeah. cool. Where? At the Egyptian. Where's that? On Hollywood, like right there, in the main part of Hollywood where everything is. It's like okay. one of the, it's one of those old old timey theaters where like there's like stone lions carved around the screen and everything and there's a big oh, balcony. Oh, that's so cool! Yeah, oh yeah, gosh. I've been there a couple times. It's 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 a, it's a really rad. It's a it's a really cool. It's a really cool like you know classic L A. Hollywoodish 
golden era type movie theater. And um, yeah, they're always playing old movies there, so it's gonna be a good time. And uh, besides that, okay, so I wanted to also talk about, I guess this is back to like the mutually awkward movie TV recommendation list. Okay. And so I want to talk about what I've been watching. Okay. Um, okay. For well, first of all, I wa- I finished the TV show of uh, Wet Hot American Summer. Mm-hmm. Um, after watching the movie for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, both were fucking great. Have you seen any of them? I've seen the movie. And yeah. I really liked it. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. First yes. of all, I had never seen the movie. I think you had recommended it to me like a long time ago. Um, yeah, the movie was super rad. Um, I did not. the The music is really good. The ending is insane, and it's just. What do you like? What What do you remember from the movie? I actually don't remember that much. <laughs> I just remember it being like super out there. Yeah. And it's kind of like the funny where you're like, you definitely have to be open minded. Like just and by open minded, not like anything, but kind of because it's kind of like I feel like there's I'm starting to learn there's like different types of comedy. Like there's the, kind of like you know the straight like, oh yeah, this is funny type of thing. And there's the obscure funny, and it's definitely the obscure funny where you have to just be like, "Oh shit!" Like, yeah, it's the, yeah, it's, like, it's <laughs> definitely funny. oh shit. It's not like it's not like I don't know. It's aged really well, maybe. but again, yeah, there's like a lot of stars in it. Yeah, that's why I wanted to watch it because it was like a lot of stars before they became uh, popular. Now they were in it, like and, almost everybody, right? And okay. for the, yeah, for the TV show, they all came back. Everyone came back pretty much. Oh, that's cool. That's really cool. I mean, yeah, and you know, a lot of them, like, you know, like, Amy Poehler, Paul Rudd, Riley Cooper, they're pretty, they're, like, movie big. Yeah. And then it was funny, because some of them, like, um, have obviously have not been doing anything for a long time, and, like, uh-huh. some of them got really fat. That's actually fun to watch, like, actually, I really like reunion type of things, just to see what has happened to everybody. But the best thing with the show is like it's supposed to it's it's supposed to be a prequel. Oh. So like that's what that's another reason why it's so funny because because like you know how the movie takes place on the last day of summer, so mm-hmm. the TV show the entire season takes place on the first day of summer. Oh, oh my gosh! I really want to watch. Which that. makes it even more hilarious because like there there and there's, there's like things where like I'm a, oh I'm only I'm a 16 year old girl and obviously they're like they're pushing their late 30s 40. all of them yeah their 40s like. <laughs> that's pretty funny. But holy, holy shit, Elizabeth Banks is still, like, oh my god, she's still amazingly hot. Like, she's held up. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, it's definitely worth the watch. Um, what else I've been watching? The new Doctor Who season came out. Uh, this... I haven't, dude. I know you don't like Doctor Who anymore. No, it's not that. I have no access to downloading anything right now. That's, like, I could probably watch it at work. But I don't think I can. Because I used to watch stuff on Cartoon HD, and recently I was trying to access it at work, and I couldn't access it anymore. So that's why I've been really like pissed off. Dude, you're, you're, <laughs> this is seriously was like the best episode. Really? I so you watched start? It started already? Yeah, it started like la- it started on Saturday. <gasps> okay. Well, I still okay. Well, you want to hear some good news? What? So my mom recently was like, oh, for your birthday, I'll buy you a new laptop. So actually today, we're going to look. I think I might buy it soon. Cool. And then I can watch my shows. Cool. So 
I'm very happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if, if, if you want, I could send you the season premiere because I do have yeah. it. Yeah. Wait, like, can, you, download... no, can you send me the Christmas special you're and not, the season premiere? You're not going to want to watch the Christmas special. I do want to watch it. Look, I don't care. All you I gotta, hate all you missing gotta, out. All you, gotta, all you need to know is on the Christmas special. No, the, don't wait, tell me. Wait, it's all, the doctor and Clara get back together. That's what happens. What? You warned it. But you see her in all of promo stuff. Okay, I don't know, and actually, I don't even know which doctor you're talking about. It's fine. Okay, um, but can you um, still send it to me? I don't have it anymore. Okay, fine. I'm going to ask somebody. I kind of just gave up watching TV and movies. But now I started doing this thing on my blog called Tuesday movie nights where, like, no matter what, I watch a movie and I, like, theme my outfit and my food, my dinner and my whatever, to the movie. So, it's I've been doing it for two weeks now, so I think I could, yeah, continue it. Okay, speaking of, okay, so do you want to talk about the movie that uh, you watched recently or do you want to just, like say that or, or just point people to your blog post about it um i could talk about the recent movie and also my blog post because then you can because i'm not going to talk about the whole thing but because i did want to point out um i watched somewhere yes no, tuesdays this tuesday was somewhere the um sofia coppola movie and um i really enjoyed it did you watch it no i did not watch that because you liked the post, so I thought you watched it. But I really liked I, it. I, I, I read because... your post today, and I liked reading it, though. Okay, cool. Thanks. It was but really, it was, it was, it was because... really, it was like, well, sorry, but it was a lot of L.A. love in it. Yes, that's why I was feeling very nostalgic. And then, like, earlier today, my coworker was asking me for help about California because he's making a map or something. And then I got more nostalgic about it. And then, and then you were talking about Hollywood. And I was like, oh, the movie was about, it was set in Hollywood, parts of it. So I was like, really like, oh, I miss LA right now. Well, you know, it's it nice. It's coming, you know, Christmas is around the corner, so. Yeah. Um, Lots of things to do. I think my favorite Sofia Coppola movie is probably Lost in Translation. That one I have to rewatch because I watched it almost basically unconsciously. <laughs> Were you like wasted like or I, something? No, I was. I was twelve or thirteen mm-hmm. or however old I was. Maybe fifteen, and then I was. It was during my non-movie watching phase, so I couldn't process anything, so I would just sit and I would leave. And then, like, and then in the end, I told my mom, I was like, I don't get it. And mom was like, you will in a few years. And now I feel like I would get it. Yeah, I totally would. So, but I feel like because I will get it, I've been holding off on it because I'm like, I feel like I'd cry or something. Well, it's the movie people watch before they visit Japan, I think. So whenever you finally visit Japan, that's when you want to watch it. Oh, so don't watch it until I visit Japan? Uh, no, you could, I mean, you can watch it before, but it's going to make you just really want to go to Japan. Because like, there's, oh, okay. there's this really great scene of, of like Scarlett Johansson just wandering around by herself. And it literally is like, like it's really pretty much, I don't know, it's, it's just, it's, it's really, it's going to make you want to go. And uh, it's just a movie, you know what, it actually might, you might actually relate to it just from living in Hong Kong. It's just like an American, two Americans like, like confused and lost in Asia in a way. Yeah, I think that's what I will get from it because I mean, obviously this is in Japan, but I feel like I I feel like I have that experience, and yeah, yeah maybe I'll relate to it. Because you could also relate to the because it's all about culture clashes and stuff. Mm, I see. And Bill Murray, come on, sad Bill Murray, yeah. sad Bill Murray is always a good time. Yes, I want to watch. 
<laughs> maybe that will be my next. Well, yes, I could maybe make that my next movie night because my friend's out of town and she probably watched it already, so I could watch. Yes, I'll do that. That would be a good one. Um, and then I'll eat Japanese food for dinner. Hey, but, yeah. ramen or udon. Oh, the udon place, maybe. Yeah, well, I'm actually trying to make the dinners, so oh. like, so once a week I'm forced to like cook, which is good. Sweet. I'll try to make something. But anyways, yeah. Um, and then, okay, one more movie. Um, I finally saw the first Rambo movie, First Blood. I have never seen Rambo, but I have a thing. Yesterday, when we were booking the escape room, my coworker he was like, I must call the guy. And he's like, his name is Rambo. <laughs> 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 yeah, but, we're like, what a, what a name for this. You know? Well, that's a good name. And I know you like Sylvester Stallone because of Rocky. Yes. Yeah. Um, this movie, so the Rambo series is famous for being extremely violent, like, uh-huh. but the first one apparently is not that violent. It's pretty much, um, Rambo plays a Vietnam veteran, um, like shortly after the war and he's kind of like a drifter and he just wanders into this town in Washington, um, I guess near Seattle. And you know, there's this kind of like Dick Sheriff who kind of says, who thinks he's a hippie or something, or just a, a just like a low life. And, he, and, he, and, you know, he's just wandering in town looking for some food. And the sheriff t- takes him in a car and drives him out of town and says, if you want a diner, go 30 miles that way. And he's such a dick and so prejudiced. So Rambo turns around because he just wants to get a meal. And so they arrest him. They really abuse him. And it kind of, and it kind of just sets him off to being back into the war, like a war flashback. Oh, he's a PTSD. Okay. Yeah. And the whole movie is just like, yeah, him versus these police. And in the, in the forest in the town is like the battleground. Oh my gosh! Okay, so wait, so this is the f- first Rambo movie. Yeah, but it's not called Rambo. It's, it's just called First Blood. Okay, so because okay, because I've, the only reference I have to Rambo is like I've seen screen caps and he's like in a forest. So the whole time I thought it was set like yeah in the forest or not forest jungles and stuff. But you're saying. It's not. It's actually set in Seattle, and he just has flashbacks. Well, not in Seattle, but in Washington. Okay. Yeah. But, but you, that's barely, a, oh. barely any flashbacks. You might see a, a quick flashback of him being like, hung upside down and, like, Viet- Vietnamese mm. people, like, putting a knife to his neck. But you don't really see that many in this one. Um, it's really good. And uh, if you like, especially Paige, it made me think of you because, you know, because he's, pre- he's pretty much quiet for this whole movie. But at the end, he kind of has a like, kind of like a a classic Rocky breakdown at the end and starts crying and like, he kind of like, you know, does this mo- big monologue of how like he's been treated like shit and ha- since coming back to Vietnam from Vietnam and like how life is hard. And it's, it's a really, it's a really good performance. Like it really builds up and yeah, it's a great movie. It's, it's classic. I'm going to watch it. <laughs> oh no, 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 no. You cut out for a bit, but I was going to say, I'm going to add it to my watch list. Yeah. <laughs> Before I forget. <laughs> But maybe that could be the movie after. No, actually, no, I told my friend she could pick the movie because she she didn't like somewhere. She thought it was so boring. So I was like, fine, why don't you pick the next movie then? Like, since you don't like it. But, um. She'd be like, hey, if you yeah, think this is boring. But maybe Rambo. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody. Watch Rambo First Blood. <laughs> no one's going to think that's, that's, that's boring. <laughs> yeah. Opposite. Okay, I will suggest that, though. Um. <laughs> that, will, that will be interesting because, like, you know how, like, other people from other countries. They kind of view, you know, Americans with guns. Like, even cops in Britain don't have guns. So, like, this is like a gun-heavy movie. 
Okay. That is definitely will not be boring. Yeah, because she was like, she kept saying, where's the action? Where is it? I was like, okay, here's the action. Here yeah, we go. doesn't get any more action than Rihanna. <laughs> yeah, don't choose Lost in Translation with her because that will, there's not two, there's like only one gun scene, I think. But she, I think she said she liked that one. Uh-huh. So, but I think maybe because I could see like, definitely not a slice of life type of person. So, because I think somewhere was like a very aesthetically pleasing slice of life movie, which, yeah, but it's very like in the moment, like, you know, slow paced and stuff like that. Um, but Lost in Translation, I think it had more, I think also because it had more like cultural, like, things or just dialogue happening and stuff. Because in somewhere it was mostly, it was basically a dad hanging out with his daughter the whole time, kind of. And they, I mean, they talked, but not too much. And it was yeah. more about, the emotions and stuff, so. Anyway. Um, um, First Blood will be a good time. Honestly, if somebody doesn't like First Blood, they might just be a bad person. Okay. I think for, if we watch that, I want to make steak. <laughs> because, like, First Blood, like, it's just a steak. There is, I think, I think, oh, no, 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 because there's a scene where, like, he's, he's back in, like, Vietnam mode, and, he's, and he hunts, and he's, like, so he's back in the forest, and he, he hunts down a wild boar. Okay, so we can have wild boar steak. Or hot dogs or, I don't know, anything pork related. Hot dogs! (laughs) Or, Or yeah, you know what? Bacon. For dinner. (laughs) Sausages. Sausages would be good. Okay. Anyways, yeah. Um, Okay, um, shall we do uh, um, Michael thoughts? We should call this this Michael segment. Should we call it thoughts from Michael or Michael thoughts or... I liked where, oh, but it was oh. where in the world is Michael? And the, well, well, we established where he is, so maybe it's like, because he's going to be there for a bit, right? Maybe. Yeah, I got it, though. Are you, no, oh. I think he's going to be there till Christmas, and then he's going to have enough money to go back to Israel. Um, okay, how, how so, the, yeah. How, how this? Michael's musings. Yeah, so I like that. <laughs> and then we should play some music in the back, from like, <laughs> <laughs> maybe like something from his favorite band or something. Or... Yeah. And you sound like Michael, so you could talk like you're Michael. Okay. Well, this I'm gonna put I'm gonna, this post is from ten days ago. This post is actually on September 11th. Okay. Okay, September 11th at 11:31 p.m. I've taken to scowling at babies, giving them frowns in line at the supermarket. Not every baby, but that baby. Why should I stand there uncomfortable as as some baby slung over its mother's shoulder looks at me like I'm sort like I'm some sort of muse or something? I refuse. <laughs> now I just give them dirty looks. Welcome to my society, baby. You aren't cute, <laughs> and not everyone is gonna go goo goo gaga over you. Eyes to the floor. And that, folks, is this week's Michael Musings. That can you like type that out? Like, can you post that on the Tumblr or something? I think it's worth a reblog. <laughs> you know, That's, I, I enjoyed that. I will, I will repost that. Yeah, yeah. Post a quote, Michael's Musings. <laughs> that was actually no. I agree with him on that <laughs> thing because I do find it very comfortable. A baby stare at me. Like, because sometimes, you know, it's like, yeah, I don't want to entertain your child. Like, what am I supposed to do? You know, like, I don't know this child. Why should I befriend it? You know, yeah. and then sometimes, and then they get really off. And then I don't think the parents assume you're going to, like, do something. And you're like, not. And then they're like, I don't know. I just, 
and then babies is, and they know babies are almost like the cats of well, not really, but cause, okay, because you know how cats like for example, if you're if you're in a, if a cat comes to you, so basically cats they don't go to the person who's like come here cat come here cat they go to the person who's like do not get near me because in their language it's like oh if you shun the person that's like welcoming or whatever so babies like that instead of the they don't. They know I don't like them, so then they just stare at me, you know, and I don't like that. You know what's equally as bad? This is not quite with babies, but this is maybe with, like, toddlers or, like, a little higher. When they're at, when you're at a diner and some little kid turns around from the other side of the booth and just starts oh. looking at you the whole time and peeking and looking at you, and you're like, especially if you're by yourself, you're like, damn it. And they just won't stop it. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you know what, I just, so, <laughs> like, I don't like kids, because, like, so earlier today, I mean not today, like right so there. earlier this week. So on Monday, I went to go skating by myself, and there's usually because usually we skate with maybe there's like two, three of us or something, and then sometimes there's these two kids on rollerblades, and they're like fucking violent brother and sister just skating like crazy. But since they usually don't say anything to us or whatever, but since I went by myself, I had my headphones on, so she probably thought I couldn't hear. She was she kept saying to her brother, "Why is she here?" Why is she here? And I was just like, I mean, I actually, I don't, kids make me super uncomfortable. And I feel like they take, they take advantage of me because they know I'm scared of them. Because I am, I, yeah, I don't like them, you know? And kids are like, they, I don't know what they're going to say. And then the dad was just watching us the whole time. And so, I mean, I didn't say anything. And eventually she like stopped. But I was just like, I want to just be like, fuck you. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I have every right to be here. But I didn't say I think, you know, you should have told her that. That would have been a life lesson right there. That the world isn't your oyster. It's not all around, you know. Guess what, girl? The world isn't your oyster and I'm here. Deal with it. Especially in the fucking city that she's that she's living in. She's not going to get anything to herself ever. Ever. But the fact that she felt really entitled to do that, I was like, she probably does get, like, I don't know. Like, I mean, she wasn't like... Like, for, I was just like, she's very outspoken, you know, and I was like, that's good that her parents raised her to be outspoken, but not this outspoken. Keep your opinions to yourself, like, you know, about other people. <laughs> but yeah, I remember just being like, fuck these people. And then, but then they, like, once I started skating, they left me alone, so. That's good. Uh, I do feel your comparison of cats and babies are a bit unfair because cats are awesome. 100% of the yeah, time. Yeah, I mean, the only, the only, the only comparison I was trying to make was that unspoken language like it's like opposite language you know or you know what I mean like the baby knows I don't want to entertain it so it's like it looks I remember one time we were in an elevator full of people and it knew and I remember my sister I was with my sister she's like oh he knows he doesn't you don't like him (laughs) 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 he just looked at me he didn't look at anyone else you know so yeah Uh, listeners before I make go forward you should just know Mutually Awkward Podcast is a pro-cat, anti-baby podcast, 100%. <laughs> so, there you have it. It's out there. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. I would say yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I don't hate babies. Like, if my friend has a baby, you know, I'm, like, cool with the baby. But, but then, you know, I, I just, like, the more I'm surrounded by babies, the more I'm, like, I really don't. You know, there's that episode of <laughs> speaking of friends with babies. Like, it reminds me of that episode of Seinfeld where it's like, they're like, "Oh, 
Gloria just had a baby. And they're, and they're like, are we going to go? And Kramer's like, are we going to go see the baby? Are we going to go see the baby? And then Jerry's like, everyone wants us to go see the baby. Everyone wants to go see the baby. Why should I go see the baby? It's just going to sit there. And it's true. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, like, because I feel like, understand, like, I feel like, okay, if it's a good friend and stuff, the baby's extension of the friend. So you're like, all right. Obviously, you can't be there, go there and be like, Hey friend, you're awesome. Uh, baby, I don't know you, so <laughs> don't talk to me, don't look at me, don't touch me, you know. But in general, though, I'm just like, yeah, I feel like if it's a baby I don't know, I'm just like, who are you to me? You know? <laughs> you're not a cat. That's all I got to say. Yeah, you're not. But lately, I've been more, because I actually, I really like dogs. I do like dogs a lot. And, um, but I never like to pet dogs only because I feel like I have to talk to the owner. You know, you suddenly have to talk to the person who's holding the dog, and you don't want to talk to the person who's holding the dog. But lately, I've been I've been more courageous, and I've been petting dogs and asking people if I could pet their yeah. Or, or I petting them, the owner comes over. I'm like, oh yeah, is this your dog? <laughs> so he petted the dog. Or one of this person didn't like me petting the dog, and I was like, all right, okay. Um, but yeah. I like animal. I, I like animals. Yeah. Yeah, all animals. This is a pro animal podcast. Pro animals. I've been really for a while, and I was really sad. Every night before bed, I would go on this YouTube channel. I suggest this: go to this YouTube channel called. I think it's just called. Oh, it's called Big Cats Rescue, and it's about this rescue center in Florida. This is actually the one time I wanted. Okay, besides wanting to go to Disney World and Wizarding World of Harry Potter. This is the third time I was like, I want to go to Florida because the big cat rescue place is in Florida. Anyway, so they rescue these giant, like lions, tigers, cheetahs, whatever. And you just watch them do funny things. I mean, not funny things because they're not like zoo animals or circus animals, but they'll, they'll be like, oh, do big cats like boxes? And they put a box into the their little area. And the cats love the boxes and they act like little cats. And you're just like, this makes me so full of joy. So if you're ever feeling sad, you just go on YouTube, Google big cats, type in big cats boxes, and you will not be disappointed at all. Seriously. Maybe. And I will have to say at one time when I was feeling really sad. So I'm the opposite of you. I think it's around the opposite of you. Like when I'm really sad. So you want to watch videos that are cute and make you happy, right? Yes. I want to watch videos of people more miserable than I am <laughs> to put my situation. That's why that one time you were like, you were super sad. You're like, I was so sad. I Googled like Q-bone without a mother. Sad so <laughs> Q-bone. Sad <laughs> um, so interesting. If I'm heartbroken, I, I've done this where I, I Googled like um, failed proposal, public proposals. <laughs> like, of, of women turning down men in public places. Oh my god, that's so hilarious. Um, there's this one video of like a dog crying over like a grave of like I guess it's oh my of, like, god. dead owner, and, it's, and the dog is just weeping. Like if you guys Google like dog crying over grave, it's gonna be the first thing. It's this dog just weeping, and it's like I watched that. Um, got a good laugh. Um, yeah, so I get Thanks. you know either both ways are very therapeutic. I think it just depends what kind yeah. of person you are. Yeah. Then for you, Vince, I recommend next time. Because I did this by accident. I was already feeling really sad. And somebody posted this on Facebook. And I was like, you know what? 
fuck it. I'm going to click on this link. It was called Animals Mourning Over the Death of Their Fellow Animals, something like that. And it was a whole, because they compiled all these videos into one blog post. So it was video after video of animals crying over their dead friend. It was, I was, I was fucking bawling my eyes out. Like, and I was like, why did I do this to myself? I've never done this. is traumatic. I was traumatized. Wow. I couldn't finish it. I was just like, all right, no more. But since this is something that you enjoy doing for yourself, I recommend you look that up. You know, I will, I will probably watch that tonight. Why not? Yeah, like I couldn't, and the whole time I was like, Mike, I was like, spider, like hold me. <laughs> it's so sad. Yeah, I don't like watching animals mourn over their friends. Yeah, you know, you might need that someday though. Why? You know, because you might be feeling yes. really down. What are you trying to say? <laughs> what are you trying to say? No, okay, well, okay, well. First of all, let me just say, I don't always go this, like, I'm sad. I need to be sadder route last week. So last week when I watched um, First Blood, um, I was pretty much, in, I had a bad day. It was a long day. I was pretty feeling pretty shitty. So I was on Netflix and there were two movies that I had never seen before that I, people have always said were great. Um, one was Punch Drunk Love. The other one was First Blood. And I, and I heard Punch Drunk Love was a, <laughs> was a movie about depression. So I was like, yeah. I can watch this and relate to it. But I'll probably end up still feeling shitty, or I could watch First Blood and feel awesome afterwards. And I think I made the right choice. Yeah, I was because I laughed because I was like, they're like so opposite of each other. <laughs> I know those are my two <laughs> one's choices. One's about broken heart, the other one's Rambo First Blood. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, uh, Ping, we have Penguin Ninja's letter. <clears throat> when you were talking about subs versus dubs. I get so heated when people say they refuse to watch subs, which I feel is more authentic and dub actors sound so horrible. Though I did watch Dragon Ball Z and I can't listen to it in Japanese, which sucks. That I can understand. So, so I guess this is about when uh, we were talking about Studio Ghibli, Ghibli movies last week and saying how you watched one that was in English. Yeah. And we were talking about, oh, some are good in Japanese. Um, wait, wait. You know what? You know which one, which show is great in English though? Pokemon. What? Pokemon. Oh yeah. I mean. Yeah, I mean, I think I. It's just I've watched it in English for like however. I feel like I want to say so many years, but as a child, it was like maybe a year. And then so I, I remember one time I watched the Japanese version because I was going through the list and there was a banned episode that never reached the states and it was only in Japanese. And I mean, it wasn't terrible, but it was just like. It wasn't our it wasn't it wasn't our Pokemon. That's what it was. Yeah, it was even this. Oh, they translated the the original song. It was so weird. I forgot it was something. It was kind of creepy. It was like something about. Oh my gosh, I have to find Pokemon theme Japanese lyrics. It was weird. Okay, wait translation. It was like, okay, theme song. Oh yeah. Okay, so it goes like, oh, so it opens up with, "I'll go through flames, floods, weeds, forests, the soil, clouds, and under the skirt of a girl." What the fuck is that? It actually says that. Yes, that's, that's, it opens with that. That's the chorus. 
Is the core ever reading the subtitle? I was like, what the hell? <laughs> oh, and it's like, yeah, it was basically that was just like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's so pervy. <laughs> uh, that's what that's what I was like. Oh no, I prefer the English version. I want the I want the G-rated version. Okay, this is Pokemon. This is also that's just wrong, this fucked up. I don't like that. Well, you know, the other one is I want to be the very best, the best there ever was. Yeah, that's why I was like, yeah, I will be the very best. Not like I'll go through the flames and the floods and, and skirt up a girl. Scream. That's what it kind of like. Yeah. Instead of you'll teach me and I'll teach you. It's <laughs> like, um, well, it doesn't really say much. Oh, just like a long, long road to go. But whatever. That just, that's, that, when they saw that, I was like, yeah, fuck this. I'm. <laughs> English only, please. Uh, <laughs> I, gotta, I, I gotta, I gotta check that out. Yeah. I, I only saw Pokemon in Japanese once. Um, it was like last year, actually. I watched a Pokemon the movie in Japanese. Uh-huh. Uh, that was actually pretty good because they add like almost fifteen minutes that were cut off from the American version, and it's like oh. so. If you know Pokemon the movie, it's about, it's about Mewtwo, and he's the main mm-hmm. villain, and he clones all the good Pokemon, and they fight. And in the 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 full version, like Mewtwo is raised with this little girl clone, and she is like murdered. She dies, or the scientists kill her, and it kind of gives him like separation anxiety, and like it kind of explains why he's like re- so angry. Yeah, where in the American version, he's just angry already. Um, and it, yeah, it gives it a lot more depth, and you, they kind of explain how the Pokemon's tears bring Ash back to from the dead. Well, okay. It, yeah, well, because like in the in the English version, it, they just cry, it comes back, mm-hmm. and you think it's like magic, like Disney magic, like like you know how Beast comes back in in Beauty and the Beast. But well, they they did mention something about Pokemon Tears, but it wasn't they didn't explain it. So then you yeah you so you you think you're like oh that's why, but it's ma- yeah you think it's magic though. Yeah, because they say like the prophecy was something about how like oh the. Tides will come if the Pokemon cries or whatever. <laughs> it's a, it's way better explained in the in the full one, and yeah, it's just more fleshed out. It's I should watch it. It's good, yeah. Okay. I watch it. Uh, never, never a bad excuse to watch more Pokemon. Okay, let's see. Okay, back to the letter. I need to watch Studio Ghibli because one of my best friends loves it, and the artwork looks amazing. And I hear it's amazing because the message behind it is usually very deep. You definitely should watch it, Penguin Ninja, because it's fucking best. Like, I mean, if you like, like, cartoons or anime of any caliber, whatever it is, this mm-hmm. is pre- pretty much the best there is. Like, and it's like, the, yeah. and it's like a dying art, because, like, they're the only ones who really still do 2D um, animation. So it's, it's refreshing to see that, you know? Yeah, and what I like about the Ghibli films, that I feel like it's, different from like I don't know like an American cartoon or whatever is that there so because I feel like it made me really think about how stories are structured like culturally because so like for example like Beauty and the Beast or whatever Disney show like there's usually a clear-cut villain like I would say the older ones before I think they were really influenced by Studio Ghibli but like there's always a clear-cut villain and there's like a uh, hero just like that whereas in these Ghibli films, it's like, it starts out like that too. Like, this is a hero, this is a villain. 
But then you realize there are no heroes or villains. Like, everyone's kind of makes mistakes. It's more about, like, everyone makes mistakes. Everyone can be bad. Everyone can be good. And that I feel like that has been a reoccurring theme that I've seen. And I really appreciated that because that's, for me, it's more like, it's like, I feel like a lot of times we're just taught, this is good, this is bad, like, black and white, blah, blah, blah. But it's very, like, this is life. Yeah, a lot of them are just life where it's not even a yeah. good guy or like you know the one I mentioned yeah. last time only yesterday is about a girl in the city who goes out to the country for a vacation. That's literally the movie, and she's just having memories of when she was a kid. No, there's no villain. It's just her own personal things that she has to deal yeah. with, and but, yeah. that's fucking relatable. That's fuck you know. Yeah. New to the and also, oh, because I was thinking more about the the ones that the really famous ones like what is it, Princess Mononoke, and like where there is, like, a villain, hero, whatever stuff, but then you, like, learn that there isn't. I don't know. But, oh, yeah. yeah, but I just thought that was interesting. Yeah. Penguin Ninja, start off with those ones. Start off with the big mainstream ones, because, you know, that's the one people you could talk to people about with. And then just, like, you know, spread out. You could go to the less famous ones, because pr- pretty much every single one is good. Like, I can't really think of one that I didn't like. Yeah. Even Even the ones that are Pre- not my favorite, they're still good they're still good like they're still amazing because the one we saw together remember uh i forgot what it was called the wind it was rises. Like, yeah like i wasn't the plot wise i wasn't really into it but that was the one movie where i was like man i wish i was a sound designer you know it was just amazing the detail to the art and just everything it's so it's just beautiful yeah, yeah you really noticed that i actually noticed that the last time like I think when I was watching Grave of the Fireflies, I was really noticing how, like, how the sound, like, you know how real you get, you get pulled into the, the world. It's real because a lot of yeah. cartoons don't go that far into sound, like, you know, sound design. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, the next, you're up. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, because I have to speed it up. Okay. okay. Um, but then I get annoyed when people say they will watch the anime for a show, but won't read the manga, even if the anime gets discontinued. I get it's a spoiler, but it's great artwork, and the artist slash writer puts in such great work for it. I sort of blame our generation wanting to watch something rather than read material. Uh, reading, you know, we support reading. Reading's a good time. Yes, um, reading's awesome. Yeah, and you know, <laughs> uh, I've read, I've watched Veroni Kenshin, the anime, and when it, it ended and the, the manga finished the story, I, I, fin- I read it, I finished it, it felt the same, like... There's really, there's really no difference, and yeah, there's a couple other shows before that I've just finished it reading-wise, and you know, I feel like if people won't read it, they're just missing out. They're the losers. Uh, well, actually, I've never... Is well, it manga or manga? I always say manga. I feel like Because, I mean, I'm not... I don't read it, so I don't know what it's called. I think it's manga. Well, I was going to say, like, yeah, I don't read manga, but I do read graphic novels, and I agree with that, though. Like, because um, I know they made The Walking Dead, what you, it was first a graphic novel, and then they made it into a series. But I, it was such a pop, when I used to work at the library, I, so that's when I just first saw this graphic novel, but it was, the rest of the series was always checked out because it was so popular. So I only read the first one, and it was so, yeah, it was amazing, and, um, I, I would still, after, I mean, I've been watching the series, I know it's strayed from this, the comic series, but I would still, like, go back and read, if I can, like, read the rest of it. So. Dude, seriously, like, Ghost World and Scott Pilgrim, two of my favorite movies, I love them both, yeah. 
I, I let last year for my birthday, I got the ghost world graphic novel. I loved it. It just took me deeper into the world. Um, Scott Pilgrim, easily one of my favorite movies of all time. I've read all the volumes from that series and I, I got so much more out of it. And you know, like the, you know, manga, graphic novels, books, they're always better than the live action ones. Yes. Yeah. It's just pretty much. Even if the live action is super good. But it's like you just get more into the world, really. No, dude, seriously, yeah, yeah. Like I love Lord of the Rings, but you know what? The books made me cry when I read them. Like the books are just take me way deeper, and I, yeah, um, and I love them both. But you know, and you've read Harry Potter, and you love the movies too, so you know where I'm coming from. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, congrats to Mike and his constant pilgrimage back to Israel. I wonder when he, when if he gets there, if he will get sick of it. And just leave after a month. Uh, man, who knows? Um, things. I hope. I hope he enjoys it. But you know, things are never the same. What What, what do you think they'll be? Um, see, he's probably gonna get get pissed off when I say that when he listens. <laughs> <laughs> he'll He'll probably stay over there. Um, he feels like a traveling monk. Uh, well, except that he loves sex. He loves drinking. He loves cursing, and he loves scaling up babies. That's not really monk like. <laughs> he uh, reminds me of like he i mean i think you've mentioned it before like he reminds me of like a beatnik yeah yeah i mean yeah I like mean, those poets that travel they just travel the world with like a suitcase and a typewriter <laughs> well you know, <laughs> he, know but... i mean he loves jack kerouac he you know he loves all those guys um um i think i think that essential i think that uh that kind of set him off, you know, when he first started living that life. I'm sure I'm, sure I'm going to get a reply about that. <laughs> Good luck on long-distance friendships, especially when you're up late at night and everyone else is asleep. Uh, Penguin Ninja, thank you. And good luck on yours, too. Like, as we said before, yep. happy autumn. Um, so I guess you got to go eat now. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I'm just watching the Everyone follow my blog. It's called, <laughs> I'm writing it more. You are here, Hong Kong dot WordPress dot com. This can, you can probably link it. Yeah, I'll post it on the show notes. Um, yeah, uh, my blog is uh, rewindtapes.com. Um, it's, it's a Tumblr, so, you know, we're, our, our podcast is pretty big on Tumblr, so it's all there. It's all there. Mutuallyawkward.tumblr.com. Yeah. Um, yeah, and this has been episode 41. Um, keep it awkward.